When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be why men should not be focused on a relationship commitment. Well, I've got two different emails I'm going to go through with you today. and Both these guys claim that they're avid followers of my work, avid students, but both of these guys, when it comes to locking the women down that they're in relationship with or dating, they're focused on marriage and locking her down instead of just doing what it teaches in the book to create the next opportunity for sex to happen, to hang out, to have fun, and to hook up while you're hanging out and having fun together. It doesn't say anything about a relationship or a commitment or marriage, or any of that stuff. And the big reason why is most guys are focused on their own interest, and they're ignoring that the woman is not in the same place. And so both of these guys are focused on locking these girls down, even though it's the opposite of what the book teaches, and it's causing friction in their relationship. And in one instance, it's causing the woman to lose interest to the point where she's not even bringing up marriage anymore because now he's focused on it and now the girl feels pressure from her family from him and everybody else and yet both these guys write in like how do i get her to commit how do i get her to lock down like in first one they're long distance or actually the second one they're long distance from each other it's only 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 see each other every what three to four months and they've only been dating since february this year so that would mean that maybe they've been together twice and he's already talking about moving and this and that and getting serious and Again, these guys say they're avid students in my work, but yet they're doing something that literally is the opposite of what I teach, and they're not getting good results. And so they shouldn't be surprised when you violate the principles in the book, you're going to have problems. So let's see what we can do to help these guys take corrective action. So the first guy says, Coach, thank you for all your help thus far. I am constantly telling guys to read 3% Man, and I have been a student of yours for two years. I've read your book probably 10 times and watched videos fairly consistently. Well, I say 10 to 15 times, by the way. So it's great that you got to 10, but the fact that you're asking, writing me an email asking me how to lock this girl down tells me that you still don't understand the principles and the fundamentals in the book. So, because this is a mindset issue, really. Because if you got the wrong mindset, you're going to be doing things, you're going to be saying things, the tone of your voice is going to be off, the vibe that you're going to be giving is going to be off, 
and you're going to be out of your masculine energy and more in your feminine energy. That's why it is repulsive when you act like a chick to women that they get turned off and they lose attraction for you. He says, I've been dating my girlfriend for almost a year and we are both in our mid to late 20s. And contrary to all my other relationships, I have done a great job of allowing her to pursue me. So we know he always has had the problem in the past of chasing and pursuing too much and literally chasing the women out of his life. And this is pretty much a common theme. You read my book. I used to do it too and I didn't know any better. And so when you're trying to overcome that, it helps to have a year of or in a relationship of letting the woman come to you and pursue you. But the longer you're together, you're just, and especially like in this case, maybe this guy read the book 10 times a couple years ago, but he hasn't been through it in the past year because he believes or at least he's convinced himself that he's got it all figured out. But yet he's writing me an email about a topic that, quite frankly, he should not be writing about. He should understand this concept. But again, he's been in a relationship for a year and it's like guys tend to slowly go back to sleep and go back to their old ways and old programming if they're not constantly reviewing the the book at least once or twice a year and trying to implement it and make sure they're sticking to the principles. So he says, about one month in, I had to take a step back and let her pursue me after saying I was looking for a serious relationship. So one month in, he starts, again, violating principles right away. Remember, this is a guy who claimed he read the book 10 times, and yet he's doing something that's the exact opposite. I mean, one month in, and he's talking about a serious relationship, and that's a no-no. Because almost 100% of the time when a guy is bringing that up, they're bringing it up in a time when they're feeling it, but the girl is not. And you must love in such a way that the person you love feels free. And when a guy starts smothering a girl a month into dating and is talking about a serious relationship, they always back off because it's too much too soon. Her feelings are simply not there yet. It takes much longer for women to fall in love and want a commitment and want a relationship than men. Us guys, we see a girl and we think, oh, it's my dream girl. And they're already thinking about what our kids are going to look like, how wonderful our lives are going to be, what a great wedding we're going to have or whatever it happens to be. And so we're living in la-la land and living in the future that doesn't even exist yet. So we're creating a reality that's not based on reality. So he says, other than that, she's done most of the pursuing. Things have been going so easy since then, allowing her to ask me to be exclusive and letting her bring up the future and marriage. Things have progressed quickly but naturally. This is the type of relationship I've always looked for and is largely because of you. But obviously you're still struggling with the same programming and undoing the same unattractive behaviors that got you rejected in the past. And so therefore your natural tendency is to go back once you're comfortable back to the way you used to be because you spent your whole life being that way. And you've had basically two years of studying my work and starting to think differently and develop that mindset. But it takes time. It takes time to develop that emotional muscle. So he says, recently, the topic of marriage has come up a few times from her, then a few times from her friends and family, and then I started to bring it up. He says, eek. So again, he's bringing it up. It's like what happens is the power starts to flip. And typically, the girl brings it up a lot, and then maybe she stops bringing it up. And then he notices she's no longer bringing it up, and then he starts bringing it up. 
and he doesn't recognize the fact that her interest is dropped. And it's only a year in, dude. It's like, what is the rush? Again, this has always been his problem, is over-pursuing and smothering a girl and trying to lock her down. And so he's got to resist that natural tendency. Her friends and family constantly tell her that I am the one she's going to be with. It's like, at the end of the day, that's really nice and it looks great on a greeting card, but it doesn't mean jack shit to your relationship. It doesn't have any effect on your girlfriend's interest in you or her feelings towards you. Women don't care that their whole family loves you and thinks that you should be the one to marry her. They only care about how they feel about you, and that's what you're kind of ignoring and neglecting here is where is she at today? Not where are you at and where is her family at? Where is she at? Because she's the one that matters. She's the one that decides. Women are the ones that do the choosing. And you can ignore that at your peril. After this, in a few attended weddings, I started to bring the topic up. Again, this is the opposite of what the book teaches. And you claim to be an avid student. You did it in the very beginning of the relationship. And here you are, barely a year in later, you're still doing it. He says, then I noticed her pull back. Yeah, because you're acting like a woman. Not bring it up anymore and seem scared it's moving too fast. Yeah, because now the vibe has changed. The power has flipped. And you're now acting like an insecure girl trying to lock your girlfriend down to a commitment. So you're no longer acting like a man. You're no longer acting like the prize that she's trying to win over. Just like the movie It's a Wonderful Life. George Bailey's character is like, he's resistant the whole movie right up until he agrees to get married and live happily ever after. And she's always been planning it. And that, the one thing that was consistent with that movie, It's a Wonderful Life, which was made 1946. Frank Capra was the director. Great movie. But he was consistently like, I don't want this. And Donna Reed's character is constantly trying to convince him why he should. There was never a point where he vacillated and started acting like a chick and chasing her all over town. But that's what this guy is doing here. He's now vacillating between acting like a man and letting her bring it up. And now that he's noticed that she's backed off and lost interest because he's brought it up once again, now he feels the urge to pursue and try to force things because she's no longer bringing it up. And so since she stopped bringing it up, what does that tell you about her interest today? Today, she's not thinking about marrying you. She's not feeling like she wants to marry you today. And that's the only thing that matters. It doesn't matter, again, how much you like her or her family likes her. It's like, you need to knock this shit off, dude. It's not helping you. So he says, I started to get excited about the whole idea, but ultimately, no, this has to be her idea. Not mine and not her friends or her family. And I have given her some space to pursue me and I've taken more time to focus on my mission, friends, and passions, but I would love some additional guidance to fix my misstep. Apply what's in the book. Read it. Read it again because it's obvious it's not sunk in yet. But it is good that you have recognized that you're turning her off and driving her away now that you started pursuing her again. And so what all, how that also shows up, that means you're calling more, you're texting more, you're putting more effort into it, and she can feel that instead of just letting her come to you. Because at this point in the relationship, she should be doing 95, 100% of the pursuing. And what's probably happened is he started calling and texting more once he felt that she backed off and is no longer bringing it up because now he's worried that she's not going to want to marry him. 
And again, really, your job, dude, is just to create the next opportunity for sex to happen, to hang out, to have fun, to hook up. You should be more like George Bailey, who, from It's a Wonderful Life, and like the last thing he wants to do is get married. He's putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, until finally he's like, okay, let's do this. And that should be your attitude. But here what's happened is the power's flipped. You went from being the pursued to now the pursuer, which is always your problem. Always has been your problem. So get back to the basics. Listen to the audiobook on two-speed and follow along in a digital or a physical copy, and you can get through the book in four hours. It's pretty easy. You need to review, dude, because you are flailing. All right, let's go to the second email. He says, hi, coach. My name is Bob. I'm 31 years old, good-looking banker from Singapore with a compelling career and making a decent chunk of change for my age. I'm making multiple six figures a year. I came across your work in the beginning of this year and it has become a way of life for me. Your teachings and life philosophy are revolutionary and it's my honor to thank you personally for your work. You're welcome. But the most important thing is that you implement it correctly. So you can get to the point where you don't need the coach anymore. You can be totally self-reliant. He says, I'm a serious student having read 3% Man 10 times with highlights, mastering yourself once, and I'm halfway through your first quotes book. I watch your videos every day to maintain my center and have hugged your book to sleep and thanked you in my mind several times when things played out exactly as you said they would. I resonate with a lot of your life stories. It's like, yeah, that's why so many guys read this and they're like, man, I did the same thing. It's like us guys, we've all had the same experience. And like when you beat your head against the wall enough, you learn. You start to recognize patterns. Here's my situation. My four-year marriage... 10-year relationship was on the rocks since last year. And similar to you, I believe I settled for a really good girl when I was young, but not someone who knocks my socks off. I initiated the divorce conversation wanting something more for my life. We are separated and the divorce process has started. One of the hardest things in my life, but a story for another day. Yeah, divorce sucks. It's not fun. I don't recommend it for anybody. And I certainly wouldn't want to go through that again. And I was only married for a year. But dealing with attorneys and trying to get divorced in the state and everything and dealing with court, it's, it's a waste of money. And it's a bunch of vampires. So he says, in February, I met a girl who knocks my socks off physically and that I really click with emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. The feelings are mutual and if I underrate her attraction, I would say it hovers around 7 to 8 when we are apart and a 9 when we are together. Well, I can already tell right from that you're not underrating it. You're overrating it. If you're saying, well, it's a 9 when we're together, 9 means she's in love with you and wanting to get married and wanting to settle down. So right off the bat, that tells me that even though you think you got it, you don't, dude. You're totally overrating her interest. Because especially as you get further in the email, you'll, you'll tell she's not in the same place he is. She tells me she loves me and I'm the best man she's ever known every day. Reaches out multiple times a day, doing 90 to 100% of the reaching out, and she can't keep her hands off me when we are together. And she talks about our long-term future and starting a family together often. That's all nice. That's all beautiful. It's all well and good. Sounds good. But what are her actions tell us? problem is she lives in europe 
and I met her on holiday when she was in Singapore. We've traveled to four countries together since then with a fifth planned. I always take the lead and plan romantic, fun-filled, sex-laden adventures. She's a former international model, now 26 years old, and she gets solicited by men everywhere, online, on the street, hotels, restaurants, etc. She gets a lot of attention from extremely wealthy, older men. Whatever. But the important thing is, is she loyal to you? Does she tell you about the attention that she gets? And also, most importantly, is she inviting attention from other guys? Or is she letting them know, like, I'm very happy. I'm taken. That's the important thing. That's part of the vetting process. You don't know what her character is like. Because, I mean, in this case, it's a long distance. So there's a lot of time where they don't see each other. I am keen to make a convergence plan for us to be in the same country and start living together. Remember, this is we're in August. He started dating her in February, so he's six months in and he's already convinced this is a girl for me. It's like you're long distance, bro. You don't know that. You're not even there's you're not even in the same ballpark yet where you can even be considering these things. This is absurd. Start living together and have communicated that is my desire to her several times. Several times. Again, you claim to be an avid student. That is not what the book teaches, bro. And there's a reason for it. And the more you bring it up, the more she's going to dig your heels in and become independent. Because you're acting like a woman. You're focused on locking her down to a commitment. And you're barely six months in. It's just way too much too soon. We both agree that she needs to be the one to move to my country. However... She's been using the fact that my divorce is not final. It's going through the courts and should be done in three to four months as a reason not to set a definitive month for her to move. Well, that's understandable, but dude, you're barely six months in. It's like, slow your fucking roll here. What is the rush? She says that she's taking this time to organize her own life, to buy an apartment in Europe, which was something she wanted to do since before she met me. Well, the important thing you're ignoring is that she's not buying a home near you. She's buying a home in Europe. So if you take a step back and look at it objectively, these are not the actions of a woman who looks like she's getting ready to move to Singapore or who's even thinking about it. If she's focused on buying a house in Europe where she lives, her actions show you that she's still planning her life in Europe without you doesn't matter what she says you're believing all the words and the flowery language and you're taking it as oh she's ready to get married and live happily ever after like dude she's gonna buy a house without you in europe where she lives those are not the actions of a woman's going yeah i may be moving in six months that's a woman whose actions are i'm not going anywhere and save money from a good job she has working for a extremely wealthy British man in real estate. She says that because she is the one moving, she is risking a lot, which is true. And those things in the time would help her feel more secure. Well, it's understandable that she is definitely risking a lot, but the fact that you're obsessing over it and you're constantly bringing it up Again, you're looking at your interest in her and you're totally ignoring the fact this woman is buying a house in Europe. That's So if we look at her actions and her actions show she's becoming more firmly anchored in Europe 
It'd be different if she was putting her house in the market to sell, but she doesn't own a house. She's thinking about buying a house to anchor herself there. Our relationship is constrained to holidays together every three to four months. And on top of that, you're only seeing each other once a quarter. So if you're only seeing each other every three to four months, then that tells me he says he's organized five trips, but how do you organize? Or he's had four trips together. He's only been seeing her since February. That's six months. So if you've organized four trips, then if you're but you're only seeing each other every three to four months, that doesn't make sense. So something ain't right with what you sent in. I would only be fine with this arrangement if we actually have a plan with a timeline to be together. Again, this is the opposite of what the book teaches, dude. The way you really should be looking at this is this is one of the girls that you're dating. It would be much better for you if you met a girl in Singapore that's maybe 10, 15 minutes away instead of a chick that lives in the UK. And it's obvious through her actions that she's becoming more rooted and stuck in Europe instead of making arrangements and plans to be with you. So from her actions, she seemed, obviously she cares, but you know, something's not jiving with what you told me. You told me you've been together four times, but you've only been seeing each other since February, and yet you only get together every three to four months. Well, you've been seeing her six months total, so your numbers don't add up with what you're sharing here. I'm practicing with women locally, as you recommend, having been out of the scene for a while. However, with regard to this relationship, what should I do? Create the next opportunity for sex, to happen to hang out, to have fun, to hook up. Stop bringing up your future and stop trying to lock her down and looking at this objectively. Just say, you're buying a house in Europe. You, your actions are not the actions of a woman that's planning on moving to Singapore. So let's just slow things down, take it casual, and see how it goes. That's what you should be doing. And you should continue to date other people in Singapore and not be... Because quite frankly, you're legally, you're still married to another woman. You still have a wife. So you can understand her hesitancy. So you should get divorced first. I mean, you're, you're not even divorced yet, and you're already thinking about marrying another girl. I mean, this is just ridiculous. It's six months, dude, and she's long distance. And you don't spend a lot of time together, obviously. So you don't, you don't know what you don't know. It's going to take you years, probably two or three years of dating like this to really kind of get to know what she's like. And six months in, you're focused on marrying her. It's like, it's way too much, bro. Frankly, I want to settle down with her. There's no way you can make that determination based upon the fact you've only hung out with her a handful of times. That's just ridiculous. And I believe we can work long term. Again, you haven't spent enough time where there's no way you can know, plus you're long distance. That's ridiculous. But how do I get her to align on a convergence plan and make the leap of leaving everything behind to come be with me? Simple. Just create the next opportunity for sex to happen. Hang out. Have fun. Hook up. She has to be the one to bring it up. She has to be the one to say, where is this going? She has to be the one to say, I really wish we could be together more. It was like, well, you said you wanted to move to Singapore eventually, but you just bought this house in Europe. So your actions tell me that you're planning on staying in Europe and doing the long distance thing with me. And so if that's the case, then obviously you know, we're not growing closer together. We're just kind of maintaining the status quo. 
I don't want to fall in the trap of just being the guy she gets attention and validation from online who plans really cool holidays every three to four months. Well, congratulations. That's really what you are. And you cannot force yourself into her life. You cannot force her to want to be with you. You have to let women come to you at their pace. And you're ignoring the fact that her actions and her words don't really match. And you're just not seeing the relationship as it really is. Again, if you're only seeing her every three to four months, it's it's like if you're going that long without seeing each other, it's like each time you get together, it's it's like starting over again. You're gonna, She's going to be kind of cold and distant. It doesn't matter what she's saying on the phone. You just haven't been together physically in person for three or four months at a time. So, I mean, if you're only seeing each other every three to four months, you, you basically got together twice, maybe three times so far. So I don't know where... Like I said, the numbers you put in your email did not line up. They don't jive. So something's off here. Maybe you're trying to BS or embellish things a little bit. But the the fact that you're bringing this up and you're obsessed about it, it's like you're already convinced that she's the girl for you and you're not even divorced yet, which is ridiculous. And if you look at her actions, she's like her mindset and based on what she said and what she's doing, she's like, we are way far away from ever being at the point where we can discuss this seriously. And the most important thing is how she feels about you. And the bottom line is she ain't feeling it yet. So knock it off because it's not going to help you. And I'll tell the same thing that, that I told the first guy. You need to get back in here and read the book again. 10 to 15 times for a reason because you're, you've basically thrown the book out the window at this point And you're trying to do it your way. And you're trying to twist her arm into a commitment and it's like it's not going to work it's going to blow up in your face and she's going to bounce from you so you're really just a guy that she's casually seeing every three to four months you should both be dating other people i wouldn't be putting all my eggs in one basket that's just ridiculous at this point so if you got a question or a challenge you'd like to get my help go to understandingrelationships.com click the products tab at the top of your screen and book a coaching session with yours truly until next time i will talk to you soon 